Hi everyone, I'm Tim Muma. Welcome into Job Search Guide on LJN Radio. Now we're here to bring you some expert guests who can deliver the inside information on what it takes to secure a new job. Now for this episode, we're focusing on time management when it comes to looking for a new position, whether you're unemployed or just seeking a different challenge. It's a term we hear plenty in the workplace, of course, but time management is a necessity in successfully acquiring a new position as well. Now, joining us from Massachusetts to discuss this topic is Lisa Adams. Lisa is an experienced human resources professional and certified career management coach, as well as the founder of Fresh Air Careers. Thanks for coming on the show today, Lisa. Oh, thanks, Tim. Glad to be here. First and foremost, I mentioned a little bit there, but we'd like to give our listeners an idea of of who we have coming on the show. So if you could just briefly run us through uh, your professional experience. Sure, sure. I have over 20 plus years of corporate experience um, in human resources, uh, sales, marketing, and training and development, and then decided to leave corporate about four years ago and um, venture into career coaching and helping those with their career development. And I've managed a lot of different projects in my corporate world as far as uh, handling large projects, large clients, large teams, some small teams as well, and all of that encompasses good time management. And I have found with working with my job-seeking clients, uh, time management is crucial in this process. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring you on. And, and as you said, being crucial, you know, people don't necessarily think about it when they're looking for a job. They think about it when they're in an office, as you said, sort of the things you, you dealt with in the corporate world. But I guess in general, how do you sort of define that term time management? Because it is something we hear all the time, but what does that mean to you? Yeah, you know, the time management term has been around for a long, long time. You're right. And uh, and everybody looks at it a little bit differently these days. Before, it was always just calendaring. And I think really what how I look at it and how I work with my clients on it is really setting um, core priorities okay. and then getting those priorities to truly reflect on our daily activities. So to be able to take, okay, if my job search is a key priority in my life right now, to appropriately schedule out the amount of time that needs to make that happen, sure. whether I'm gainfully employed right now or if I'm in transition and kind of doing the job search from home, right? Yeah, I mean, you definitely brought that, that side of it up, uh, the idea that even when you, you don't have a job, you still need to prioritize that sort of thing. I, I guess, how do you put a label on that as far as the importance, though, of the time management when you are looking for a new job? Like, what, what makes it important as opposed to maybe other skills that people are looking into? You know, here's the key, is if we don't prioritize the job search, whether we're currently employed or we're in transition, your time will get away from you. Mm. You know, for those that are currently employed, they're busy in their current jobs, obviously not really liking their current jobs right now, needing to ch- <laughs> wanting to make a change, but they also have busy lives outside of their jobs. Sure. So to put some time aside on a regular basis to really focus on their job search is really key for them because their schedule is so tight. On the flip side, for those that are in transition already and are really doing this job search piece from home, they can get really distracted because they are home. And I have found that from being an entrepreneur for the past four years. (laughs) It has its pros and cons. So there really has to be some um, intentional focus on saying, yes, okay, these so many hours per day, I'm going to focus on this part of my job search. And, um, you know, what am I going to get done today? What am I going to get done this week? And make sure that it is on the calendar and that we get the distractions away from us to actually really focus on that job search and, and make the dent that we need to make in the job search. When you brought that up, obviously, there are some different aspects to it, depending on if you do have a current job or if you are, as you said, in transition. And, yeah. and you know, that sort of then becomes your job, obviously. But 
can you point to a couple of maybe the pros and cons or, or maybe the benefits and challenges would be better uh, terms for those if you are currently employed versus if you are at home? And you briefly touched on you know, just distractions at home because you are in a comfortable place. But can you point to any other benefits or challenges that come with either scenario? Yeah, I would say, you know, when you're currently employed, there's, like I said, the balance of, you know, hailing the job plus your outside work, outside of work life, you know, your private life. So you really have to be purposeful and really strategic in setting aside that Mm -hmm. time. And really, I mean, you hear the term a lot, and I'm sure, Tim, you've heard this too. Oh, it takes, you know, full time to land a job. You know, really, you have to do a job search full time. And that is so false. I totally disagree (laughs) with that. It's never been the case. It never really will be the case. Anybody who's looking for a job full time, if they're really doing eight to five, they're going to get so overwhelmed and so burnt out. It's crazy. And, you know, how many times over the years before we hit this recession that people were looking for jobs while they were gainfully employed and Mm -hmm. they were able to land, right? Right. So I think when you're when you're currently employed, you know, it's kind of taking those times to say, okay, I can do a job search before work. I can make some phone calls. Um, I can maybe take a call at lunch. You know, after work, I can do research or phone calls or work on my LinkedIn profile or schedule a coffee or, or meet with somebody and, and to be able to do my job search in that manner. So I would say the, that's some of the benefits, you know, and cons of having a being currently working and trying to juggle your schedule. I mean, the good thing is when you're working, you're actively engaged Hmm. in the workforce and you're already making network, you know, contacts and things like that. So you're actively engaged. So mentally you're in a good place. Right. For those people that are in transition and are unemployed at the time, mentally that could be the hardest challenge to really focus and sit down and get Um, get the job search done. They get so thrown off by being laid off that it takes them a long time to re-engage and get focused again. Does that make sense, Tim? Oh, yeah. No, it definitely does. Can I answer your question? Yeah. And and I was in a situation, same kind of thing, where I was laid off. And and as you said, your mind frame kind of gets skewed. And and there's there's added pressure, I would say, when you're not employed versus already having sort of the security of that job. Now, you did bring up up something, though. And uh, I did have it sort of on something we were going to talk about. The idea, if you are unemployed, there are some that say, look, it's your job to find a job. You should be treating it like an eight to five schedule. And we're talking about time management and scheduling yeah. things. So I guess what's your take on that then in terms of, you know, you have the day essentially to do what you need to do for job searching because you're not currently employed. How do you map that out? Do you schedule it like it's a work day? Do you, do you break it up? Like, what's your advice on that? My advice is to really look at, okay, what is, you know, when am I most mentally engaged? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has their, their, their best parts of their day, right? I mean, right now I spend a lot of my, I do a lot of my client work in the morning, right? Because that's when I'm really mentally engaged with them. I'm, you know, on the phone with them or I'm emailing and right. I'm doing a lot of that kind of work. And then my afternoons are a bit more quiet. They're, um, they're writing, they're doing my marketing. Uh, and by four o'clock, I'm usually mentally toast and I have kids <laughs> at home. So, <laughs> right? So I begin to check out and there's certain times of the day where I know I've, I just mentally shut down. And we all have those clocks you know, those internal clocks. And we need to know those. And so I would say, first, look at your clock. When, when are you most mentally engaged? And in those two to four hour time frame, schedule off 30 to 60 minute chunks of time to work on parts of your job search. And then I would say, and really at most, 
really, Tim, what I would say is a half day at most really? for somebody who's really full-time working. You might have those points. Like I have a client right now who is juggling three different sets of interviews right now, doing some different cover letters. She's, she's really kind of in a, in a you know, really big pickup right now. Right. She's got a lot of activity going on. You know, but that, isn't, that will come in, um, in cycles. You know, maybe next week might be a lot quieter for her. And in those quiet times, you know, do some of those other things that people haven't gotten a chance to do because you've been working full time. You know, get some exercise. I'll tell you, the job seekers, especially ones that are are home, um, that are in transition, that are kind of hearing that negative self-talk, like, I'm never going to land a job right. kind of thing. Get out, get eating healthy, get exercising, get out with some good positive speaking, you know, positive friends, read some good books, you know, take that kind of time that you normally haven't had because you've been working full time to, to pour into yourself in that way. And that will help you become more resilient and be able to manage this job search better. So that's where I like to coach my clients on is, you know, really probably tackle it, you know, a few hours a day right. and, and don't overwhelm yourself because truly if they do do eight to five, I have seen that backfire way too many times. Sure. No, and it does make perfect sense like you talked about in terms of a, a sort of a burnout kind of thing. Now, you did mention the idea of, you know, getting out and exercising, that sort of thing, especially if you are unemployed and you have sort of that extra time, so to speak, and, and you know, you want to make a positive impact. Uh, what's your take on maybe getting out there, doing some sort of volunteer work or something like that? I mean, is that all playing here? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, my first thing when somebody's first laid off because of where their mindset is, right. is to, uh, you know, get out there, get exercise and get spending some time with some positive people. And then, you know, after you've kind of gone over that initial grief hump, <laughs> I call it that <laughs> grieving part, do pour, pour out into the community, take a few hours a week and get out and volunteer, you know, spend some time in the community, take a class if you feel like your skills are a little rough. Mm-hmm. Monitor it, though monitor how much time you're throwing out it. I had one client who um, came to me about six months after being laid off, and he was, um, you know, very much really engaged on trying to get his get his job search going. And what happened was, you know, he had defined his target, created a plan, he began to work that plan, and then he kept shifting his focus from mm. his job search to constantly going after new training. And he got himself into three new classes at the same time and was so busy doing his classwork and falling behind in his classwork, four classes that he said was not his target, that he didn't have time to do a job search. So that, again, Tim, brings it back to the priorities. Mm -hmm. What are your priorities and making sure you're you're working and leaning into those priorities on a daily basis? With that, obviously, people are going to struggle with it, uh, different personalities, that sort of thing. Do you have any sort of other strategic little tips, little bits of information that could help some of the listeners who might struggle with that uh, little portions of this, whether it be prioritizing or, or other aspects? Yeah, I think really it's, it is looking at the priorities for, for your time. Like you're in this job search, you're in this transition for now. It's a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but what are the big priorities for now? Okay, it's, it's some family time, it's job search time. And then, you know, putting that on the calendar, like I said, in 30-minute to one-hour chunks of time and then being able to really filter out the distractions. Right. Okay, if I'm going to spend that next 30 minutes um, researching some companies that are on my bucket list I'm really interested in that I really want to get into, I need to, 30 minutes to an hour to two hours easily, <laughs> you know, I really need to have those distractions, my uh, the Facebook updates that are popping up on right. my cell phone, or, you know, um, not have my phone be buzzing at me all the time, or all the, e- you know, shut off the email for a while to really get those distractions out of there. I think one of the the biggest things I can say to anybody, Tim, on this topic is to really be intentional 
as to what will get your time and when. I mean, ultimately, you're in charge of your time, and right. you're going to decide how you're going to use it. What about on the, the flip side, or maybe not the flip side necessarily, but kind of resources, tools that are out there that can help individuals? Again, mm, everyone's sort yeah. of different with what they want to use or what helps them, but what are some things you found effective? Yeah, I know. You're right. There, there's so many different tools out there. I mean, you know, somebody just pointed out to me today a site called Stick, Stick.com, S-I-C-K-K. Mm-hmm. Um, dot com, which is not so much a, it's more of a goal setting that, than it is like okay. a task management type of thing. Sure. But there's, I mean, I know lots of my clients that use the Google calendars, use the, use the alerts, mm-hmm. um, have it set up with uh, their smartphones with different color charts on it, you know, filters on the email. One thing that I found was, you know, a lot of people are using Evernote. Okay. To do ist.com is a new one that's come out as a task list, T-O-D-O-I-S-T dot com. You know, if for offline, I've got some colleagues that live and breathe by the the planner pad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a it's an offline piece. They use a Google Alerts, they use a Google Calendar, but they do do some offline. So I know a lot of people that will do combo of offline online. Sure. What people have found helpful with the planner pad is it brings it it funnels in your different projects and then you it actually helps take those projects and areas of focus and funnel it into daily daily tasks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely sounds like there's plenty out there. It's just a matter of sort of figuring out what works best for you. You know, some people like to have something physical as opposed to, you know, digital, yeah. that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, and it really is kind of find, finding the system that works and then stick with it. You know, try out a couple different things for a week at a time or a couple weeks at a time. See how it works. Try it even for a month. And, you know, if you find that that's working, you make adjustments. Mm-hmm. Stick with what seems to be working out there, but then make the adjustments so that you're not missing anything. You know, if those email alerts are coming up for job openings or press releases on companies that you're following, you don't want to miss that. Right. So you want to make sure those are are turned on appropriately and you can get them. But, you know, make sure that as you go through your schedule um, and set things up in a routine, just get yourself into a routine and stick with it. You know, one thing I, I tell a lot of my clients, too, is when they're looking at the end of their week, say on a Friday, and you're looking towards the next week, take that last portion of work time that you're going to have on Friday and really focus on, okay, what did I not accomplish this week or what am I going to be following up on next week? No, that's a good idea. And plan out next week's schedule on Friday. Right. Don't do it Sunday <laughs> because I find that job seeking on a Sunday night, people get really depressed. <laughs> it can be kind of tough. So do it on a Friday when everything's kind of fresh in your memory mm-hmm. and you've just done a bunch of emails, you've just done some, some networking, you've just done some LinkedIn endorsements or whatever, and you want to be able to go and start off maybe Sunday night, just look at your schedule really quick and say, okay, what, are, what did I put on my calendar for this coming week? Oh, all right, this is what I'm going to start off with tomorrow. I'm going to do some LinkedIn, LinkedIn endorsements. I'm going to do some company research. I'm going to head over to this networking meeting, whatever that is. But do it on a Friday when, you're, when your brain's a little bit fresher. Yeah. And then take, truly take the weekend to um, rest and refresh and uh, have some fun, get some downtime, and don't beat yourself up about the job search. Sounds like sound advice to me. So hopefully uh, the listeners can take advantage of that. It does make <laughs> sense. It does. That makes perfect sense, though, with the, the Friday afternoon thing as opposed to, you know, worrying about it right when you get up to that week. At, uh, oh, know, yeah. A better, better mind frame, probably. Yeah, it just really is a better mind frame. And, um, yeah, I just I just found it so much. It works so much more effectively with my clients. And also there's a nice tool, too, um, Tim, on LinkedIn. I don't know if you noticed re- just recently, you know, within the past few weeks, they've rolled out the contact piece underneath your headline. Oh, okay. And you could say, hey, how did you connect with that person? 
when do you want to follow up with that person? Mm-hmm. It's kind of limited on it. It says one week, one month, one day, whatever. Sure. But you can do some tracking within LinkedIn and manage your contacts. Okay, cool. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely it'll something. Pop up I, some alerts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and we're actually, it's funny, we're going through, uh, we're going to be doing a webinar through our organization. We're talking about social media, that sort of thing. So that's definitely a, a piece that we'll be, uh, we can talk about there on LinkedIn. We talk about these things, obviously, we're trying to give people tips. The way I look at things sometimes is, you know, learning from others' mistakes. So what, what would you say are some of the common mistakes you see people make when it comes to figuring out or effectively, you know, utilizing time management? I think the biggest mistakes I see are when they aren't focusing on their priorities. Like I mentioned with that, the prior client, he just he got too distracted on it and just didn't have his priorities in the right focus mm-hmm. or the right order, I think, at that point. He was putting the training above actual the job search Right. in that case. So I see that happen quite a bit. But then I also see that just the lack of focus, people just get distracted, you know, and they just don't put it on the calendar or put it into a calendar, into a daily, like they say, okay, this month I'm going to do this. And then before you know it, it's the 28th of the month and they haven't gotten anything done. I think the biggest thing is they just get distracted and they don't get intentional about saying, okay, on Tuesday at five o'clock after work, I'm going to go meet this person for coffee because I want to network with them and find out more information about their company, you know, to really actively put it on their calendar. I think has been um, the biggest challenge I've seen. Obviously, we're talking about the time management piece, but there could be, as we talked from the beginning, people who are you know in transition, unemployed, versus the individuals that currently have a job, but they you know sort of either unhappy or they want something different. When you've talked with people, things maybe you've seen. Does there become a danger if you're currently employed of sort of slacking at your current position because you're so focused on that job search? Do you have any tips that way in terms of time management or just that that focus, that priorities? Yeah, I think what happens with that is, and I have seen it, I have seen it because a lot of times by the time they're looking for a job, they've already started to disengage from their current employer. Mm -hmm. And I usually want them, you know, be careful about how you spend your time um, at your current employers when you are in the job search. Be respectful of the fact that they are still your current employer and you don't want to burn any bridges with that. And focus your job search really on the outside of work hours as best you can. And if you need to take a personal day to work on the job search, do some interviewing, then do that. And what I usually try to tell people that are in a tough situation at work and they're they're looking to leave is, you know, before you just run out the door, what else is it there that you could learn? Hmm. You know, look back and say, okay, this could be a really painful situation that I'm in, but I could still focus on this one project and that will help me be challenged and learn and I could uh, meet some other people in different departments, even while I'm planning on leaving the company and to even just engage more people in that company uh, to build their network. So you don't want to burn bridges because those contacts that you have at your current employer could really come back and bite you if you've you've burned any bridges in that process. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. No, perfect sense. And that's sort of what I was curious about. And obviously, everybody's in their own situation and you got to play it by ear if that goes. But yeah. um, Well, you know, Lisa, obviously, you've given us a, a ton of information here and some tips and advice. Did you have one thing or a message you would sort of like to give away as a kind of a takeaway for our listeners before we wrap up? Oh, geez, a great question. I mean, really what I would say, Tim, is, uh, you know, find a system that really works with you and for you and stick with it. You know, finding a good time management system is always valuable, no matter where you are or what you're doing, whether it's a job search or not. And then really being intentional on your calendar um, and, and setting your priorities, looking at what do I have for priorities this month? What is it that I really need to focus on? 
and and leaning into doing that. But then also, on, as things slide, Tim, you know, not we can't we can't do everything in all like seven or eight areas of our life all at once, right? right we can't right. do it all well. To say, okay, job search is going to be your big focus right now, maybe two or three things below that. And, you know, if some other things have to slide a little bit, then give yourself some grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let it slide for a little bit. It's okay because you're in the situation for now. Mm-hmm. No, that sounds like a perfect sort of takeaway from all this. And I like how you mentioned there, sort of give yourself a little bit of breathing room, so to speak, with the rest of your life, uh, you know, provided everything else is sort of set up for you. Well, Lisa, again, we appreciate it. We are going to have to wrap things up here on Job Search Guide on LJN Radio. Once again, effective time management, clearly imperative when you're searching for that new job, no matter what your situation is. Our guest, once again, has been Lisa Adams, founder of Fresh Air Careers. And if you've been listening with us, obviously an experienced human resources professional and, of course, a career coach. Thanks again for joining us again, Lisa. We appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. As always, we'd love to hear from you, the listener, as well. So please send us an email at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com if you have any comments or suggestions for any of our podcasts on LJN Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.